the thing about algorithms is they're not that amazing. Like, it is just word association. In the end of the day, it's still trying to put people into little boxes. And people don't fit into boxes, but it will still put you in a little box and say, that's what you are. But um, I did actually get an email about a month ago saying like, oh, you know, you've got to send us loads of money because we've recorded you. We've got pictures of you like watching porn. And I just wrote back saying like, oh, you know, I'll send me the video. I really want to see myself (laughs) come. But I was thinking in the end of the day, who gives a fuck? And they were like, we're going to send all these pictures to your family. And I was like, well, my mother's seen me naked. My mother's seen me naked. (laughs) Who gives a fuck? But it was like the the language they used was really funny because it was like they used these immoral images of you. (laughs) They actually used the word immoral. But, you know, you do worry, but it's best not to worry. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. We are back. The Ill-Informed Insight Podcast is back. I'm Tom. Joining me tonight is Tim. Gong hei fat choy! Happy New Year! <coughs> oh man, how are you? I've just come back from Chinatown. <coughs> Celebrating the um, New Year celebration down in Leicester Square. A little bit chesty, sorry What man. did you eat down there? <coughs> nothing, nothing, nothing. Just took a few nice deep lungfuls of the fresh air of Leicester Square. All that and more <laughs> on today's episode of Bill Informed Insight. If we last that long... Did you see this week Prince Charles snubbed Mike Pence? Yeah, because Mike And then immediately after Mike Pence is Benjamin Netanyahu. And he's like, oh, good to see you, old boy. Putin's like, really? Are we really supposed to buy Mike Pence's worse than Netanyahu? Well, he's under indictment, Netanyahu. He's going to get charged for fraud or something. I saw he he shook Putin's hand. I saw him and Putin shaking hands. Mike Pence doesn't like gays, though. No, that's not true, though. That was um, I know, but that's what the story is, and that's why yeah. Charles isn't allowed to shake his hand. But the, it was a parent company. Yeah, who, one of their like subsidiaries or affiliates was a gay conversion therapy yeah, yeah, center. Yeah, yeah. and his, shock therapy. his campaign accepted a check from them. Yeah, well, as soon as it came to their attention, they gave the money back. So it's not like you could say, "Oh, yeah, well, because of that, he's a homophobe." And it's like, come on, man! I've seen people always try and do this. People who are like flamboyantly gay. If he's at a meet and greet type like event, yeah. And members of the public can come up to him and say hello. They always send like a fl- the most flamboyantly, outrageously <laughs> camp gay yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. And Mike Pence, every time, is he's got the exact same demeanor yeah. when he's shaking anybody's hand. Yeah. It's like they're so desperate to try and catch him out. But the, the I ju- think he's a decent guy. I, don't I liked like- it when he said, like, I won't go to dinner with any woman that's not my wife, one-on-one. Yeah. You should only go to dinner with and, your and, wife. And, and the thing is, when you're in his position, when you're in his position, he has women... Yeah. He, he, every nympho, every he, gold he, digger is... He has women throwing themselves at him constantly, right. just just because of his, his power and position. Yeah, undoubtedly. And, and that's not... That's just the way the world works. And, like, so that's actually... And his wife knows that as well. And so that's actually, like, him being really nice and respectful to his wife. But, misogyny! He's a misogynist! He's a homophobic misogynist. And also, in, in, in today's Me Too world, he's, he's fucking sensible as well. You know, he he doesn't want to be like doing the Harvey limp up the up the the path to the the courthouse, having to pretend he's crippled to get sympathy. Because there's been another case of uh, on an American university campus where a woman like basically threw herself at a guy, and then the morning after cried rape. 
Only this time, it's um, the guy actually recorded it. He had okay. the sense of like, I don't know this girl that well. She's mm. invited me back to her place. Yeah, I've read horror stories, and so he turned his phone on and recorded the conversation they were having. And she was begging him to fuck her up the ass. And he was going like, No, no, maybe, like, yeah, maybe next time, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then she tried sort of every trick. She tried every trick of like, Oh God, I'm hideous, isn't it? It's because you think I'm ugly and all this bullshit. Like, tried the guilt trip. He was like, okay, go on then. Like, they did a bit of dry humping. That was, like, his yeah. compromise with her. And so so then the next morning she calls the cops. She, well, it's American University has this Title IX clause where basically um, proposition is the university faculty staff can deal with this sort of thing better than the police can, which is absolute bullshit. And um, a guy figured it out, though. He read the clause and he was like, okay. If you're worried that like she's going to have buyer's remorse or regret it the next day, or she's got a boyfriend and doesn't feel like she can bear the weight of the secret, and you know, so she says she got raped instead, yeah. what you do is you get in there first, preemptively. Yeah. You go to the university and go, she raped me. And that's how Title Nine works. They work on the presumption of who gets there first is the one telling the truth. It's 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 such a it's not just a grey area. It's it's a real moral minefield. But don't you think sex should be a little bit, yeah, but, a but, little bit dangerous, no, a little bit sort of close haphazard? Yeah, and, you know. But it, it think, shouldn't be clean. It shouldn't things, be like Demolition Man. What do you say we just do it the old-fashioned way? Oh, disgusting! You mean fluid transfer? No, I mean bony, the, the wild mambo, the, the hunk of chunker. <laughs> Closer to home, there was the story of the uh, British girl in Cyprus with the Israeli football team. Not not the national Israeli football team. It was a, a sort of amateur club from from Israel. A load of young guys who were... They got you know, thrown out of two courts, didn't it? Because of video evidence. I've not seen it, but it's, it's apparently it's all over WhatsApp. And the reason she got off and this wasn't this wasn't the, the reason they got off this wasn't in they didn't report this much in the british press but it's all on video she was on she's on video like shagging three of these guys willingly like she's, yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. apparently it's well, really good like, i but remember then, her, her yeah, story changed didn't well, no, it? no, she Tom, said she initially like originally she said she didn't consent at all and then she was like oh i consented to some of it yeah but the, the truth of it was that she was quite happy doing three guys oh, until she saw the camera but right no no, the, no, no, no. Uh, she it was, was her camera. Whatever, but she was she was quite happy doing three guys. But then when all the rest of them piled in, okay. that's when it became a rape. That mm, and it was only and it was only because they had the, the the video evidence that they were able to get off. And it's very dodgy because like she was the she was really badly treated by the uh, Cypriot police as well. Mm. So it's such a grey area, you know. To me, that's like, yeah, okay, you could. You should always be plausibly. You can consent to. Well, I, you know, it was originally you, whatever, many guys, and then these guys like came in the room later. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's you know, I mean, that can be. If she says no at that point, and they don't. Well, no, at any stop. But if 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 a woman or a man, because men get raped as well, if they say stop, then that's it. At, At the point it continues after they say stop. Technically, it's, yeah. it's 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 rape, you know, and and morally, it's it's rape as well. Right. Like, you know, how many women are psychological terrorists like that though? Who are like, oh no, no, actually, stop! Like, no, fuck you. You got me in the mood. You like, do you know what I mean? You so, initiated, and now so, you're saying no. It's so confusing trying to apply higher thought processes to to, women. to part of your body <laughs> that's you know very far away from your brain. So, like, it's it's, it's like a maybe it's like a punch or a knee to the thigh. If a woman does that, 
if like if she initiates it and then like halfway through she's sort of like oh actually I've got a boyfriend and I don't really want to do this. like you you should be able to near in the thigh legally. It's just sex is sex is reproduction and reproduction is that's a very Catholic re- reproduction is like nature at its most violent like volcanoes and yeah. supernovas. That's a big problem it's, with today's the, the, like society. Ninety eight percent of species reproduce through rape. You know. And humans, no, no. There's, there's, and humans, and humans were the process. same. And humans, ducks the, do. I know ducks rape. Yeah, they'll do like a funny little dance, or the fish will like yeah, change. And then color. she basically like goes <laughs> legs akimbo, whatever the equivalent is. I don't know. It's still. It doesn't. It's. It's not. And that's why like um, religion is so screwed up about the issue of sex and relationships as well, because fundamentally at its core, it's it's a bit dodgy. <laughs> Even though it's a good thing, because obviously we need to keep existing. There is a there is some struggle involved on both sides. <laughs> so it's, you know that there classic, is some um, violence to it. I don't. I don't. I like it, but I don't like it. You know the classic. <laughs> <laughs> you know the classic sci-fi trope yeah. of like. Oh, we we think ancient civilizations, uh, civilizations go back three, four, five thousand years, but really they go back ten, fifteen thousand, right? Oh, that's not a but, sci-fi trope. That's but, the truth, Tom. Well, as I get older, I start thinking more like, yeah, the, like ten, fifteen thousand years ago, there was probably these really matriarchal societies, yeah. and all the current day religions were born of like, no, you cannot let women run shit. <laughs> we tried that for ten thousand years; it was fucking awful. I saw one. Now of we're like- having a patriarchal system. I saw one of those spicy memes the other day and it was a very simple image of a beach with like um, a fish poking its head out the water, shouting... Riding at, a bike. No, poking its head out the water, shouting at another fish who was like sort of semi-growing limbs and struggling onto land for the first time. And it was saying, don't walk away when I'm talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> it, was like, it was really quite funny. It was this like girl, like she was, she sort of pissed off her boyfriend so much. He was, he was forced to Did she to, have like, her fins on her hips? Yes, she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was forced to like crawl out of the ocean and like evolve. Fucking had it. I'd rather die <laughs> out, of the, out of the only environment in existence I've ever known. I'd rather die. But I think that might be the theory of some guy who wrote a book, I think it was a Dutch guy, about how um, like men are so agreeable when it comes to, I don't want to piss her off. That is like we like do you know what I mean it would we would have never have advanced. We'd still be living in caves because women never would have felt the need to impress men. When are we happy. moving into a bigger cave? Like do you know what I mean? That was like men wouldn't have done that. Like men build things to get women, basically. Like all these skyscrapers you see around you if you live in a metropolitan area. They're just massive That's cocks. all a guy just like, I'm trying to get her to marry me. I've got oh. to do something. I've yeah. got to achieve something. Otherwise, she won't be interested. But all of it true. is. It's, it's, it's all, all boils down to that. It's all phallic, isn't it? Skyscrapers. Well, rockets, not even that. Rockets. I mean, you can only really build them. You, know, you either do a pyramid, but you know, the Egyptians did that thousand years ago. It's been done. Or you just go straight up. Yeah. You can imagine as soon as it was finished, the pharaoh turned around to his, you know, wife and was like, yeah, check that out. <laughs> that's what it, do you think that's what it was for? Now will you marry me? Now will you marry me? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know. i down the road. His pyramid's a bit bigger and he's going to put marble on top of it. But yeah, I reckon, right. I reckon Prince Charles didn't want to shake Mike Pence's hand because it, as soon as they shook hands, Prince Charles would be like, electrocuted because Mike Pence would have some secret electro buzzer to try and why zap the gay out of Charles. That's the story, isn't it? Is that your explanation for um, why he's married Camilla? <laughs> like, ditch Diana. I mean, at that time, she was, I think she was pretty much considered one of the most like, attractive women, at least in the UK. Do you think enough time has passed now since 
that terrible tragic accident to but say people just stop blaming it on the paparazzi yeah no no, no and just and just say it. come on she should have wore a seatbelt her driver shouldn't have been yeah. drunk either her security guard shouldn't have let a fucking drunkard drive the car <laughs> you know what I mean? maybe those pillars don't need to be there it was a confluence it was a confluence of events you know yeah, speeding drink driving yeah she wasn't wearing a seatbelt yeah who was it someone was on tv oh that was it it was hugh grant a couple of weeks ago uh he was saying about how the media killed diana and now they're like ruining megan and harry yeah it's like no the media didn't kill diana and they're not ruining harry and megan oh you, those, i guarantee those... you harry didn't tell megan what life was like yeah. as a royal yeah he didn't go look listen look at kate middleton she wasn't always like that at some point she had a bit of life in her and yeah. then she married into the royal family and now she's like an NPC character. Kate Middleton. Yeah. I like yeah. Kate Middleton. I think she's very Pretty face, but strong. no real personality. I think she's very strong. But what did you make of Harry and Meghan Merkel? No one calls them like... No one calls them Meghan Windsor. No. It's all gone... It's all gone so wrong. It's all gone so badly for them. It's, this will probably finish the Queen off. Because I remember when he announced he was getting married to her and the day of the wedding, the country was happy the vibe of the country was really happy everyone was really happy for him there was none of this racist bullshit that came later well i remember him saying oh look we're not eager to do press and things like that because people are being so racist to megan i was like okay like went actively looking for it i went to like every major newspaper site magazine what have you it was just doing megan markle searches no no, no and the, just scouring so i went through hundreds of articles yeah didn't find shit the, the reason i said the racism and when i say racism i mean the racism thing so i'm not taking a yes or no if it is racist or not yet but the racist thing didn't start until later on because, like I said, during the wedding, everyone was really People happy. People liked her at the beginning. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Definitely. People liked her at the beginning. But now I'm going to ask you a question. If you criticise someone who is a different race than you, does that automatically make you racist? Because she, everyone liked her at the start, but then when things started to happen that created reasons to criticise her... Like, Breaking royal protocol. And yeah, like just these sort of things. That's when people said, you're criticising her, therefore you're a racist. don't know. I, all I remember was a couple of pieces said, "Oh, the last time an American married into the royal family, it was like a bit of a like it kind of cocked well, things up a bit." The king abdicated. Yeah, it's the reason we've got the queen we've got. Yeah, no, but it's, it's not, not like that anymore, died, though, is it? You know, but yeah, it's not like that though anymore. No one gives a fuck. She's American. No, and you know, even even by the most sort of like, if you if you put yourself in the shoes of like a sort of knuckle dragging British racist. She's not even that. She's not even that black. You know what I mean? You know she's mixed race. So it's like it's she's not possibly white, I guess. But and and she, it wasn't like she had a big profile before she got got no got most together people never heard of her. Exactly, she was like a, a, a D list at best. You know, suddenly she's catapulted onto the international stage now, which I imagine would which did arouse a lot of suspicions for people because people know how sort of ambitious actors are for the spotlight and suddenly oh. she's going to be on Ellen. And I think she, I think she said, a line, said a line to the press, right, of, um, oh, I, I know about Diana. Yeah. And I think people presume that to mean, oh, Harry's told her all about what life as a princess is like. And I, I remember at the time thinking, like, nah. Because I, I was thinking, like, TV actress. Yeah outspoken somewhat of a political activist ish it's pretty oh yeah true but i was like no there's, there's no way 
If she was told what it's like being a princess, she why would you? No woman, if you're told what it's like, yeah. would marry into the royal family. Mm. Even with the childhood fantasy of being a princess, marrying a prince. But do you think maybe we're putting, like, maybe it is a bit, it's not racist, but it's like a bit unfair on her. Because, like, all the focus is on her. And you don't know about Harry. Because Harry's been through it all. He's done the Nazi uniform thing. He's done the flunking out of school thing. He's killed people. Yeah, yeah, he's from, done that. He's killed people from 20 miles away in a helicopter using Hellfire missiles. Or was he a pilot? Was he just a... No, he was He was the technician or something. I'm sure he, they can do both, you know. And, like, just like he'd shoot pheasants on the, the range, he's done that to people. So, like, we forget all these things. And, like, he can't be completely passive in this. Like, maybe it's not a case of her having him under the thumb, which is the very traditional thing. Maybe he, he wanted someone he could live in America with because <laughs> he wanted he's always wanted to leave. Yeah. He could have had any woman in the world. Either she's really good in bed or he, he wanted the sort of person who'd take him out of the royal family. So mm-hmm. I actually think it's it's more Harry than Meghan and Meghan's probably an innocent in all of this. The he, poor has, girl. he has been saying for a while. Um, I actually feel sorry for her. That's what it is. Eureka. Yeah, it's Harry's fault. And, it's Harry's fault. Both him and William have said they don't want to be king. They don't want to take the morning. Oh, I didn't hear William say that. Yeah, they both said it. Mm. And I'm, you know, I think once Charles is king anyway, that's just going to fucking destroy the royal family. Because, like, you know, the reason why the monarchy kept going under the queen is that she kept a beak out of things. Never complain, never explain. Prince Charles is not going to be able to help himself. No. He's going to want to get involved in everything. He's going to want to, like, get involved in political matters. Well, already there's the, what do they, they, they called them the... There was a name for them. These letters that Charles used to has, has written, like literally hundreds of letters. To, like, he has terrible handwriting. Yeah, the spider. It's like spider or something. It's <laughs> got some nickname for the letters, but loads of them are sort of redacted and kept under lock and key. And like, but apparently he's like been constantly writing to the government. You know, Mostly, since, he was, um, since he was a kid or something. <laughs> environmental thing wasn't the famous one. The um, uh, AI is going to turn everything into great goo or something like that. Mm-hmm. He expressed some concern like that. Fucking hey. nutcase. Yeah, modern arc. He's described modern architecture as a carbuncle on, you know, society or something. It's like. It is kind of shit. Yeah, but we don't, you know, the whole idea of the royal family is you, you, you're given this sort of fabulous wealth and privilege. Just enjoy it. Shut up. <laughs> Just be the mechanism that makes us a unique country of not needing presidents and like well, too, that's too much democracy. <laughs> you know, you know, this is what makes us so unique. Let's I just think they're only, they're only there now. Just so we've got someone above politicians. Yeah. Just so, like, politicians don't get it, like, you know, don't get their heads too far up their asses, I guess. Yeah. And all the sort of weird laws and procedures they have to do. It, it, it does maintain this sort of... Getting out of a car, you got to get out of a car in a certain way, and Megan did that wrong. Yeah. Something like that. But it, even though it seems like a, a very sort of stupid thing, it is a fundamental part of the, the fabric of our society in this country. And I, I know, like, in other countries, especially America, they just can't get their heads around like, <laughs> you know, you, you worship these people, man. But Americans have their own sort of version of royal families. Just deep down, they're, they, they, they've got this. They have um, dynasties, like wealthy people, wealthy families. Yeah, deep down, they want like like the president. They want like succession. I don't know. Why, why don't they just talk to some Canadians yeah. and just say, it's not all that. But yeah, my, my take on the whole Meghan thing, thinking about it, I'm actually on Meghan's side. But I think, you know, she... If she wants to use this to, to increase her fame, let her use it. Because I think she's being used. I think Harry's used her, even though I'm sure they love each other and have a good. I'm sure 
he wanted the type of woman that could pull him out of the royal family. If he'd just married some blue blood British woman beauty from Sussex, nothing would change. He'd, he'd be stuck in that castle. I, I think I think he's got a lot more to do with this than, than she has. I don't think she's some like horrible witch who's sort of stormed into the house of Windsor and dragged out one of their sons. No, I think it's 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 more it's more complicated than that. The royals have been trying to use the media for like 25 years or more now to just raise their own profiles as celebrities, especially Harry and William. But, you know, you can't have it both ways. Everyone knows the way media treats celebrities is they build them up and then they knock them down. That's how it goes. You know, she was she went through the built up phase a few years ago and now they're knocking her down and they're doing interviews with her dad like on a monthly basis just because they know he's going to talk shit about her. And then there's the whole sort of issue of Prince Andrew, which keeps blowing blowing up and then blowing over blowing up and blowing over depending on what's happening on the news and you never know what what else is going to come out about that so maybe fair play to, to harry and megan they're just getting as far away from <laughs> all that crazy <laughs> shit as possible uh do we do we play a bit of like every podcast play the lawrence fox clip from uh, question time famous lawrence fox who i'd never heard of before he was on question time he was in um an itv long-running itv drama called lewis which was the sequel to Inspector Morse, which is my maybe why he's done this. Because he went on Question Time. This is where he, the controversy yeah, when happened. Question, uh, why when did he go on Question, question time, time do this? Like, when did they do this? start doing the... Um, instead of having like a journalist, we'll have like a TV show personality. They've done it. Or a chef or a disc jockey. Probably like. the last five years they've started doing that. Why? Probably just to have like the average person voice, I guess. Just to... Just a desperate, like every BBC venture now, just to desperately have as cling on to any viewers they can, because they're all like they're shedding viewers at a, a rate of knots. Yeah, but this this was a big controversy because Lawrence Fox said, "Oh, uh, I don't think the backlash against uh, Harry and Meghan. I don't think it's based on race." And then I think like I don't know if she looked like Middle Eastern or Mediterranean. I don't know some women in the audience. Oh well, yeah, you you know, you you're only saying that because of white male privilege. Like, she, what she wasn't just some woman it turned out she she was actually an academic in um ethnicity and race studies and even though she was sold by the bbc as an innocent member of the audience she'd previously been on bbc breakfast a few months before doing the newspaper review early in the morning they do have plants definitely in yeah, question time. well it's, it's fact but when she said that he sort of let out this sort of primordial sigh <laughs> that I think resonated with a lot of the nation. Not specifically well, he apologized on not, for um, yeah. immutable characteristics. Yeah, like. but like but like not specifically on this particular subject of race. This sort of groan that came out resonated with a lot of people because it, it was just like this sort of oh my God. You know, it's like there's so many things to you have to step around and be careful and like i think i think people are getting have got sick of it and i think this was just a sort of public recognition of that that's you know the zeitgeist well, the, the left side of academia which is like 90 percent of it has their own definition of racism which basically is the essence of it is only white people can be racist play the clip though because i just want to hear the side that's that's the only thing that, <laughs> that, that, that mattered to me that's why i think it sort of gained traction but um he's been slammed you know, he, even like... Um, oh, God, a union came out saying, like, you have to condemn him and yeah. say you'll never work with him. Yeah, his his career's finished, so he has to... He, he can't be an actor anymore. He has to, like, do more music or... 
a bunch of communists tried to make him an unperson. person. Yeah, but maybe he can't be like a sort of actor anymore, even if he wanted to, because pe- some people just won't hire him. So like, he'll have to do sort of more of this stuff now, probably. I mean, when it comes to the entertainment world... Technically, right? he's... Hold on. Sorry. When it comes to the entertainment world, right? Yeah. If you see an entertainer, a celebrity, and you look at them and you go, right, I know they're left-wing. Yeah. And then you look at another one and you're like, I don't know what, I don't know what political persuasion they are. Yeah. They're right-wing. Yeah. Almost guaranteed, you know what I mean? Like, only the left celebrities are open about it the ones on the right are like oh, if i say anything that's the end of my career <laughs> technically he was wrong because some people are racist and i don't think he was saying no one in the world exactly, is racist, exactly though. but she was saying because he's white privileged male he doesn't understand that <laughs> which is a really it just quite a racist thing to say not even racist but it's it's not even only racist. Whites can be racist it's not racist it's like saying you're fucking stupid. You've got no imagination. You can't put yourself in someone else's shoes. You have no self-reflection yeah, self abilities whatsoever. I mean, humans innately have a sense of empathy. Like That's where the insult comes from. He mistakenly made it into some inverse racism stuff. And that, that's where the problem lies. No, I remember his response to it was, well, we'll listen to it anyway. But yeah, So this is the clip from Question Time. The infamous, the Question Time moment that will live. In infamy. Let's be really clear about what this is. Let's call it by its name. It's racism. We're and the most tolerant, lovely country uh, uh, in Europe. Let's says I'm true. Right. What worries me about your comment is you are a white privileged male who has oh, no experience. Oh, oh, oh. I mean, can I? Just, I can't I, help what I am. I was born like this. It's an immutable so, characteristic. So, so to call cannot, me a white privileged male is to be racist. You're being racist. To me, it's not like when someone goes like, oh, do you think X is true? And you're like, nah, I'm not really. I'm not convinced. It's like, oh, you're, you're dismissing me. You know what I mean? It's like a really petulant reaction to be like, oh, well, you're, you're just dismissing everything offhand. Yeah. It's like, no. Do you know what I mean? It's not. I remember the, uh, as a result of this, right? Because he, he went on the media rounds. Yeah. Getting the, all the gotcha questions and all that. And he admitted to the, the fact he dumped, uh, he was going out with this woman. And he, she was like, oh, God, she was like so woke that I had to dump her or something like that. I think I and think someone she was, wrote an article. Yeah. Oh, uh, anti woke men are dangerous to women. It's like n- no, he just dumped her. He didn't like. He, you know what I mean? Like he didn't <laughs> slam her head against the wall and like fucking near in the back. Like Joe, you know, fuck's sake, this country is so dead. It's not this country. It's it's it's, it's the whole world and and the the, the 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 level that discourse has has gotten to where you can't sort of have rational debate and conversation anymore. No, because there's all these triggers. And, you know, you can trigger people and there's like danger, danger words and danger zones. Do you know what I think the answer is, Tom? The, the only way to, to deal with like any sort of debate now in the world, you, you can't debate people. You just, I think what we're going to have to do is just start repeating what the other person says with a half a second delay after they say it. <laughs> just to get everyone to shut the fuck up. Yeah. I like what people who... Because um... <laughs> you can't solve any problems anymore because everyone is just so polarised. They're not going to change their mind. People who are pro-political correctness, like who are utterly convinced that it's just common decency because Stuart Lee said so, the little trick they like to play is, right, is they will tell people for several years, oh, you can't say this, you can't say that, blah, blah, blah. And then after a decade of that, oh, tell me, tell me what opinion you can't express. Do you know what I mean? Do you see the trick? 
or like you know people who are against political correctness tell me tell me what is it that you can't say and it's like well no you fucking idiot they can't say it <laughs> because well they can't say it publicly at least because of political correctness it's this nasty little trick they try and play it's like i think i've like you know i found the sort of theme to today's show the the type this this is the toxic show <laughs> it's all very toxic it's like a you know debate is like sort of toxic now like just the sort of land you're in when you're talking about things is is nasty and it will make you sick like i've had coronavirus (laughs) you know it is i've had people describe it as on the nose which is like a diplomatic way of saying it slightly offended them everyone is constantly offended nowadays i'm offended everyone should be offended like i try and laugh at things in the world because because it is like the, the level of hypocrisy and ridiculousness in the world is, you know... Yeah, it's insane. It's insane. We're, we're in clown world. So it's a very small example. Uh, Michael Bloomberg wants to run for president, yeah? Mayor Bloomberg. New York guy, right? Yeah, he's got no chance of winning. He's like fifth down. But he's he still said he's pledged to spend $2 billion on campaigning to beat Trump. He's not going to beat Trump, but he's still going to spend $2 billion. Now, he could, with $2 billion, he could, like, feed and clothe every homeless person in New York and probably house them for, like, 10 years. <laughs> $2 billion. And that would be his legacy. That would yeah, be yeah, something true, really yeah. positive in how he changed the world. But no, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to fucking campaign against Trump. <laughs> well, if he did do that, only he'd only be famous in New York. Only in New York would yeah. remember him. But do you see, like, I can laugh about that. But on one, on the other side, I could be really offended by that because it's just so. Ah, but there's so many things. There's no that, skin in the game on that one. I know, but the world is like if you actually like look at a lot of things in the world and how it is now. There's so many things just that actually everyone is constantly screaming because it's just so like ah, so stupid, and that's why yeah, everyone's pissed off all the time. Everyone, because you, you should be. Because, you know, things should be better, but you, well, you can't be base. pissed off all it's, the time. Um, it's toxic. It's the fucking it's algorithms toxic. again. It's like people are more likely to click on a headline that annoys them yeah. than, like, something they actually agree with. And that pisses me off. But then the algorithms kick in, and then it's like, oh, you like you like things that annoy you. Here's more shit that annoys you. Like, inse- like just yeah. wave after wave. It's like, I love animals. I love animals. But yeah, if you clicked on an animal cruelty story, you'd get, get inundated these, I know. With. So, like... I love animals, but I, I'll get all these videos on Facebook of like these pets that have been abandoned, and obviously, eventually, they get. Oh, they're like, heartbreak. They're the tearjerker yeah, videos. I'd like or like crippled dogs, but eventually, they'll get like nursed back yeah. to health. But it's, it's a happy ending. But it's still, it's still upsetting because you think, oh, how could someone put that animal in that situation? And like, it pisses you off. I want to see the everyday garden variety one of like uh, yeah. Hugo's still here. He's healthy, but you know, it's yeah. ten years now, he's still here. We might have to put him down. But maybe you're right. These algorithms might have something to do with it if it's sort of funneling our attention in certain directions. Well, the, it's not. It's not healthy for society. If the problem is essentially us, though. It's not the technology. Do you know what I mean? Well, there's I, something wrong with us, and the technology yeah. is just amplifying it. A, a, a computer program is only good as what is fed into it. it you know, it can't. You know, it's, it's what, definitely going to be flawed. And yeah, it's the input. It's, the input is just as important as the output. So it's, it's but most people's input is fucking garbage. What are we doing to ourselves? Saint Greta. <laughs> Greta suddenly it went from Greta Thunberg to Greta Thunberg, I've noticed that as well. Maybe that's the correct that that is the correct 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 pronunciation. Who gives a fuck? I'm slowly learning Swedish. Just don't say a surname, just say Saint Greta. I'm I'm so bored of her shtick. I admire her spunk. Not really. She's like she says the same thing all the time. Oh, you Western, you Western countries, you've done nothing. How dare you? 
We had a list of demands and you haven't agreed to all of them. Who gives a fuck? Your list of demands would like cripple the global economy and put people, put millions of people into poverty. And it's like, I hate the way they just sort of, anytime she says something like that, how dare you? You've yeah. done nothing. Yeah. Massive press attention. When she comes out and says things like, well, look, it's not really about the environment. It's about ending capitalism. Tom. Nothing. Tom, when... Press says nothing. Tom, when, when we were kids, back back in the mists of time, we had, like, Captain Planet, you know... Ev- that was ev- about picking up your litter. And look at all the, look at all the eco-warriors and their protesters. They leave all this trash behind every single time. Yeah, but do you, do you see that... Captain it, Planet didn't do shit. But it's, it's been, like, sort of... This, this has been, like, part of the agenda for a long time, you know, with, with kids... So it's it's natural that every young kid now it's it's on their mind. It's probably quite worrying for them. But yeah, they're scared shitless. They think the human race is going to die, but out I w- completely. And uh, it, 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 last year it was eleven years. Now it's only eight. Well, I hope they're not listening to this show because I'd scare them even more because I'd tell them the truth that all this carbon neutral going green stuff is completely pointless and a waste of time because every few millennia an asteroid hits the Earth and wipes out fucking everything and makes a lot of carbon and ruins stuff for a long time. It's happened before and it's always been happening. And until we can solve that problem, it's completely pointless doing all this electric car stuff. Well, carbon is the most abundant property in the entire universe. Well, thank God for Space Force. We need to get like weaponized satellites in orbit, ASAP. To blow up to blow coal up, factories. No, and- to blow up asteroids. Oh, okay, yeah. Because if we don't solve the <laughs> asteroid problem, there's, there's, there's no point in any of this green stuff. Do you understand? So all That's why global resources need to immediately be put towards building lasers in space. Why not? It seems the most logical thing. <laughs> if you really wanted to keep the human race going. Yeah. And then once that's done, yeah, let's have more solar power, please. It's not like I'm unconvinced that climate change is a real thing, man-made and all that. It's just, I really fucking despise the alarmism that comes along with it. And it's, it's alarmism done by people who don't really give a shit about the environment. They just want control over everything. Yeah. They're totalitarians, basically. No, no, but they, they, in some ways, they do have a moral point because things could be better very easily, but, but for economic reasons, they're not. Yeah. It's like every oil... Well, comp- not just that. Yeah. Ideological as well. Yeah. Everybody's shit scared of nuclear power, even though it's the most obvious solution. Yeah, but it's like every build more reactors. But like ev- every year, like every sort of chemical company and that they they pay an allowance, and the, the governments of the world have an allowance of an expected pollution rate, like of chemicals that will go into the water, and they'll just pay the cash rather than yeah, fix the pipe. But everyone knows that that carbon tax thing. It's like, oh, oh, that yeah. just, that yeah, just yeah, became yeah. a tradable commodity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The biggest joke is like, even in, in London, you've, you've got the, the ULES, where it's like, if I want to drive my car into central London, because it's an old car, it'll be like 20 pounds. Well, how old car, do like context of old car here. And also engine size and emissions. It's not like 40 years old, Forget do you that. know what I mean? Forget that. But the idea is it would co- cost me 20 pounds a day if I wanted to do that. But it means like, so they're, they're saying that, but if you're rich enough, you can keep polluting. Do you understand? Even at the most basic yeah. level, if you're rich enough... I, if I was rich enough, I could pollute as much as I it like. It becomes a luxury. And if that, if that 20 quid a day went to building more nuclear reactors, fine. But it's not. It's just going like, to end up in pockets of lawyers. And Hopefully an asteroid will hit them. <laughs> Mini asteroids do occur quite a lot. And like, sometimes they leave like atom-sized holes in people's heads. Oh, I can believe that. 
Yeah. You know, sometimes when, if you get like a shooting pain in your body. Could be. That could have been like a could fucking... Could have been a mini asteroid. Or, or a quark travelling like <laughs> close to the speed of light. <laughs> you know. <gasps> oh, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Oh, I just pulled a muscle. Oh, it's gone now. That was a bit of a diversion, yeah. but, but fascinating. You did mention Trump though. Space Force. They, they unveiled their official logo. George Takai from Star Trek was saying it looks really like the Starfleet logo and it does and uh a look. he was saying give me royalties like, George he didn't Dekai. design it what the fuck <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with this guy man he honestly does have mental problems i don't think he that's a bit unfair i don't think he said that exactly because i used to i used to really hate william shatner because george takai was like oh he was, he was racist and homophobic and all this and then william shatner was like he told me he was getting married i said i wanted to come to his wedding he didn't get married for a long time. And then suddenly he called William Shatner out of the blue, like on a week's notice. And he's like, can you come to my wedding? He was like, no, I've, I've booked for a gig somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then because of that, George Takai just went off. Yeah. And like, what a piece of shit William Shatner is and blah, blah, blah. And so started the great Takai Shatner war. Fuck you. I'm not going to your wedding. You fucking faggot. Like, do you know what I mean? It wasn't like that. Set phases to kill. And then he was like, he made up some story about William Shatner was really pissed off that he was a captain in one of the movies. And William Shatner was like, I didn't give a fuck. Like, do you know what I mean? Why would I give a shit? I've only spoken to you eight times in my entire life. (laughs) What do you want? Even on the original Star Trek, it wasn't like they interacted a lot, you know. Well, no, it was because Captain Wise is first officer uh, medic. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? For the most part, because they're the ones going down yeah, Sulu to the 1960s at, TV studio Su- sets. Yeah, like Sulu, Sulu would stay back on the ship. And, it was just an ensign. Yeah, but you'd need someone to sit at the wheel while you're down on the, you know, so he didn't get down on the ground very much, did he? With the Yeah, but Trump, have you uh, been following the Trump impeachment? I tried to watch a bit of it, but it was, it's just its just very boring. It's mostly that Adam but, Schiff guy, but, right? But that's because the, the, the defence hasn't, you know, the Republicans haven't sort of done their bit. His side haven't done their bit yet. He's got the same lawyer that Jeffrey Epstein had, so make of that what you and, will. And um, what's his name? Dershowitz, the OJ. Dershowitz, <laughs> yeah. That's the guy. That's the guy. Dershowitz is the, that's the oh, guy. I thought it was him and someone else who was the Epstein. Uh, I don't know. But, uh, they're, you know, thick as thieves. But maybe, like, Trump's ethos there is probably just well they're obviously the best <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. like oj was obviously guilty and like <laughs> yeah yeah but, um, it's crazy though because he he could get impeached but then just made president again <laughs> no if they actually did i don't know is, is the word convict or actually fully impeached whatever but i mean technically all now the record, they're saying now they're saying what he's done isn't an impeachable offense but it might end up blown up in their faces because they'll just like go into one over every connection of biden well supposedly uh well this definitely happened trump administration withheld payment uh like foreign aid militaristic yeah. foreign aid to ukraine yeah and the idea is this or well, the democrat charge is that he trump did that that was by order of trump president trump and it was in exchange for some sort of uh digging up political dirt on joe biden because the joe biden's son who was had well no it was hunter biden that went yeah. over there but all this is academic because apparently... And he's like getting money for some shit. But yeah. it's like, it's all... But apparently it's it does all, all sound like fucking bollocks. But apparently it's all academic because the, apparently there's audio, we'll have to look for it on YouTube now, of uh, Joe Biden a few years ago on the phone to the Ukrainians, getting them, asking them to sack this particular minister or he'd withhold like a billion dollars or something. <laughs> and there's like audio of that when he was like vice president or something. Yeah, I think American public knows that listen, Just, like, come on. The politicians, they make deals with foreign countries all the fucking time. Like Obama was caught on a hot mic saying he'd do a favor for Putin or something. 
No. Like when they were sat in a hotel lobby. Most politics is done through back, yeah. back it's not channels. Like, um, it's not like he's done a Nixon. No. Like, you know, real high crime criminal felony. And of course, Nixon quit before he could be impeached. You know, he resigned. Yeah, because it was, yeah, it was an open and shut case. Yeah. But, but this is like, this is like, Congress is controlled by the Democrats. The Senate is controlled by Republicans. And the way the impeachment process goes is it, it starts in Congress. Yeah. They make their case. They build up a case. And then they send it to the Senate. And so the Democrats had full control. Like they could have said, wait, this witness, this witness, this piece of evidence, yada, 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 all that. Do you remember Nancy Pelosi? She delayed it for a month. Yeah. Like, apparently for no fucking reason at all. Well, she, she wanted to make them sweat. I think she just wanted it to have uh, the headline president impeached like in the same year as the election. Mm-hmm. But they had full control of it. And they were like, okay, look, we don't really want to call any witnesses because we don't think we have to. But really they were afraid... The Republicans would uh, call Joe Biden, or definitely call Hunter Biden, because he's you know, sort of at the center of it. And then they might call Joe Biden as well to start like cross-examining him and make his life difficult. Mm. When he, like, you can tell the Democratic Party wants Joe Biden to win the Democratic primaries. They don't want Bernie Sanders. They don't want Elizabeth Warren. They want Joe Biden, the Obama's successor. And they send it to the Senate. And then after the Senate trial begins, the Democrats are like, oh, yeah, we want to call all these, like, you know, we want to call this witness, that witness. And it's like, well, hold on, why didn't you say that? When the ball was in your court in the Congress, you could have done all of that and you didn't. And so now it's like they're asking the Republicans to do their work. Because, you know, if the ball, if the shoe was on the other foot, right? a Democrat president, Republican-controlled Congress tries to impeach him. Yeah. But the Senate is Democrat-controlled. Do you really think the Democrat Senate wouldn't acquit him, wouldn't acquit that Democrat president? Um, Only if there was, like, something fundamentally askew with that Democrat Like a Nixon-esque crime. Yeah, or mm, Trump's an interesting one, though, because, like, like from the very outset, he wasn't a politician. So he, he doesn't have those political links, He's and he is not one of the establishment. He's starting to become, though, isn't he? Like, you know, you've been president for however many years. Well, he's very... He's, he's, he's used his uh, power very wisely, like... Um, in terms of some of the things he's done in, internationally, I think like he's like he's completely solidified. Talking about Iran, yeah. Well, he's he's what he's done. He's he's pushed forward a lot of issues. Like like most recently with Iran, he pushed forward an issue by killing Soleimani, who admittedly we haven't heard of him, but he has been in a crosshairs for the last twenty years. You know, every president he was, he's, um, he's been on like a sort of you can kill this guy, Mr. President sort of thing for like the last 20 years because well, he was a direct sponsor and, of a terrorist group that had uh, the habit of attacking US embassies yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so that's that's one thing that, that Trump's moved on something that's been hanging around for 20 years that he's moved on I think he's reasserted dominance American dominance yeah. whereas you know Obama was like he did the apology tour he's basically moved moved the story forward for good or bad he's moved things forward like he's made uh, he moved the US embassy in Israel to um, Jerusalem well he said it should move it, didn't it? did they move it they've moved it oh, sh- and that's oh, like shit. yeah and that's like the thing is that there's been for years every American president has promised it but then for some reason hasn't done it you know they've been on record promising it for years and they've, they've he's and finally done it and, and the war for 25 years they promised the war both uh, Democrat and Republican presidents know, North Korea. Now, maybe that was more situational than anything because Kim was like testing missiles. He showed his naivety there, Trump, because Kim Jong Un wanted to be like a world. He wanted to show to his people that he's actively oppressing. Yeah, oh, but, I'm a global player, and Trump sort yeah. of fell for that. No, but the thing is, there hasn't been an escalation in, in military force in like because yeah, North Korea is nothing. They can only really threaten Japan. Well, and South Korea. 
anyway, but it's, it's a few things that he's like I say he's he's moved this new narrative on and he's very outspoken on some subjects. He's he's anti EU again. That's like a sort of anti establishment thing being anti EU. <laughs> Obama was very pro EU. It's, it's again. It, so th- there is this sort so of so much so that he interfered in our election. Yeah. So there is all these. There is a chance, you know, because he is anti-establishment, that the establishment might sort of turn on him if it has the chance to. And that doesn't, you know, Republican, Democrat, in the end of the day, there is the old saying where like the two feet of the, you know, same body left. You know, I think Trump should really shut his mouth, though, as this sort of impeachment trial is going on. Like he keeps Mm. talking about Ukraine interfered or trying to interfere in 2020 election. I don't think anybody's buying it. He's so frustrating to listen to sometimes, Trump. Like, for me, he has... He like, has a, like a child sometimes, no, no. to be honest. For me, he has uh, good days and bad days. Like, not, not... But, like... And is that, like, a mental thing? Or is sometimes... When he when he speaks off script... Yeah, off prompter. When he goes off... Because when he's on prompt... When yeah. he's on prompt, like... When someone else is writing his, wor- his yeah, words, basically. He, he, he can come across as very presidential and, and, like, keep you calm and the world calm and all that. Even though, you know... But sometimes when he goes off script, it's like it's almost either he's going senile or his brain's going too fast. And he's like, oh, I know loads about this and that. I've read all about solar power and I'm an expert. You know, it's like he just says these things like no one knows this more than me. And that's maybe because he's just like read a book about it last night or something. But he read an article. Exactly. But so either he's a bit senile or the opposite. His brain is actually like a million miles an hour. And he's, he just, that's why he just blabbers. You know what I mean? So he has good days and bad days. He's, and I don't know about him talking about a second term. He might get old really quickly. Like, uh, well, that was Maybe the, that bra- was the, do you sometimes I think the accusation against him in 2016 was that he was senile. Yeah. Because, and when you are senile, you have good times and bad times. Sometimes he's definitely not senile, but yeah. watching, I watched 10 years of he's the younger US than Apprentice. Bernie Sardis though. <laughs> not by much, but I watched 10 years of the US Apprentice at no point. Did you get the impression that, like, oh, this is a real high IQ kind of guy? Like, even just the fact that he talks, in a, like, he sort of semi-yells in a really monotone voice. This week, your task will be to market my latest Trump-branded product. For, for a reality TV show kind of host, he hasn't got the sort of pitter-patter down, yeah, has he? Yeah. He's, he's got his own way of doing things. But he should, really, he should just shut the fuck up for the next two, three weeks. <laughs> every, everyone and their grandmother knows he's going to get acquitted because if it if it were the other way around if it were democrat president democrat senate yeah that's what would happen but and every american knows it's like their politics is massively partisan yeah but you've got to look at it from his perspective he'll be thinking shall i keep my mouth shut or oh i've got the biggest platform <laughs> i'll have all year the entire world is will be listening you know every american will be listening to me whether they love me or hate me yeah i'll throw out the classics it's a hoax Drain the swamp. Mm. Maybe think of uh, some new deep, deep. What was it? Deep, deep fakes. Well, the government thing, the secret government thing. What does he call it? Oh, the deep state. Deep state. The Illuminati and all that. <laughs> he's got like. It'd he's, be great if you said that. In his mind, right? You wouldn't put it past him, though, would you? You wouldn't put it past him just for him to say this is probably the work of the Illuminati. Because <laughs> <laughs> he thinks of himself as an amazing marketeer, like a guy who's really good at coming up with, uh, with slogans. Like, lock her up, yeah. build the wall, all that. Yeah. And so he's got this sort of little bank. He's very good at giving this sort word of uh, nicknames to people as well, isn't he? You know, Crooked crooked Hillary. Uh, little Rubio, what was it? Mm. Lying Ted. Little, little Rocket Man. 
<laughs> Little rocket man, how f- that's so fucking rude. I mean, foreign policy wise, it's obvious Trump is just like he's trying to be Reagan. You know, if you if you <coughs> fuck about, we will send boots on the ground. We'll kill your top guys, whatever. Mm. I forgot what I was going to say about Trump. Oh, Democrats. If I were the Democrats, I would have realized by now. American public's not going for this thing. It's it's like a repeat of the Bill Clinton one. Like Bill Clinton's favorability ratings went up mm. after he was impeached. Trump did a very another very big thing, which it didn't really register over here because it's not really it's not really an issue over here. We don't really care about abortion over here, do we? But in America, it's like a big deal. And and he was he was the first president ever to give a speech this week at the sort of Planned Parenthood oh pro life pro life oh, no, um, uh, pro life March for Life I think March for Life uh, rally. Yeah. Which gets bigger and bigger every year. But and the American press doesn't... Whatever, but like... They hate reporting on but, it. But the fact that he, he he did that, you know, like I said, this is the week before his uh, trial. So I don't think he'll keep quiet during his trial. He's going to be... Uh, well, he hasn't. No. But the Democrats, they've got a primary where they're going to pick their presidential candidate. And you would think they'd have the fucking brains to not snipe at each other. Like, if your number one priority is beating Trump, don't start assassinating each other's character. You know what I mean? Don't you know, don't make it look like to the public that you're all dirt. I know. It's 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 an absolute blood sport, isn't it? And they like dig up as much dirt as they can about each other. But they always have loads of dirt around them. <laughs> it's just like it yeah, isn't it's called a- being human, man. But it's an absolute blood sport. But with the the, the most ridiculous thing, uh an Elizabeth Warren aide said she recalled like a conversation between Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders like a couple of years ago. And um supposedly Bernie said a woman can't win the election. I don't buy that because Bernie Sanders, even though the Democrat Party fucked him in favour of Hillary, he still campaigned for her when he lost, when he dropped out. But he said that like 20 years ago, I think. No, two years ago. I did, two years ago. There's a new one that he said 50 years ago. The sexist, misogynist bastard. I hate him. 50 years ago, he used a figure of speech, right? Where he said, because he's from Vermont. Yeah. And I think Vermont is like 90% white. And then I think the next one after that is like Hispanic, the next biggest one. And he, 50 years ago, he said, uh, he made, like, obviously he was speaking figuratively. We were saying, like, the way working class people in America are treated, working class whites, uh, it's virtually no different to black, how people of the state treated black slaves, something like that, right? Yeah. He was obviously not talking literally. But it's like they had to go back 50 years. But the thing about the women, I think that's been misconstrued. I think Elizabeth Warren is the type to go to Bernie Sanders and say, look, you shouldn't run next time because yeah. a woman should go up against Trump. And he was like, he probably said something to the effect of, I don't think that's the best strategy to have like all female filled, right? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think they've twisted it. Yeah. That's some like Lady Elite Bishop disaster. Let's not even oh, talk God. about that. That's just like a whole different show. Well, Jess Phillips, thankfully no, 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 she's not tell. I think she realised that did, people do not like her. What did Trump call Elizabeth Warren? He called her Pocahontas. That's really, we go. There we go. It, it should have been Focahontas. <laughs> lied for 20 years about being a Native American. And now today, what she lies about, like, oh, I had, no, what I said was, I, I have Native American heritage. No, you don't. And you didn't say that 20 years ago <laughs> to get into university. You said you were Native American. They were like, okay, give us a Native American dish. And she came up with something like from Taiwan or something. Which is where the original Native Americans came from. <laughs> You did some form of like Kung Pao chicken or something. But it's so, it's so identitarian and uh, Americans are obsessed with race. And Much I, more than we are. And yeah. I think that's because like they are, they are a country where like the whole world sort of came to and, and sort of, you know. Very much a migrant country, yeah. Yeah. But so they're like, they're always something American. 
you know, I'm Dutch-American. Mexican-American, <laughs> African-American. And it's like, hold on. You know, a lot of Hispanic people are not from Mexico. A lot of Hispanic-Americans are, you know what I mean? Their heritage doesn't go back to Mexico. And a lot of black guys are black people. Some of them are like West Indian. They're not all African-American. Oh, no, like, it's a weird way to sort of just go, okay, if you have black skin, you are African-American. If you're Hispanic, you're Mexican-American. Like, it's sort of too restricting but I, I i was i was just over, say american i remember i was over in the states a few years ago I was, I, was, I was watching the news and they were doing some breakdown of like voting by race and my, my jaw just went uh that's on the news and i was like you'd never get that oh, on well, the, in the uk here yeah i was like you'd never get on the news but over there they did just... they use the expression b-a-m-e bame no no because that's a that no, is no, no, a no, no, completely no. americanism no 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 just completely just 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 completely like straight faced they just had like the table going up saying like blacks whites hispanics <laughs> chinese yeah. did and they had all these Where the implication is percentages one of, of which they were going to vote and it was like why they'd never do that in the uk well, the implication... but in america they just they just do it without thinking it's like they're just obsessed with race it must create so many problems so identitarian yeah but the implication though is not all usually white demographic voted the wrong way but not always sometimes it's like oh look oh look look how hispanic women voted oh let's try and make them feel guilty about the way they voted that's how that's why they do it but it's like why make a point of what race someone is it's like who cares like the whole idea of racism is you treat people differently because of their race so you should just like ignore people's race. But everyone does. Everyone, you're always going to have a favorability. Like it's not going to be. But in this country, night and day difference the way you I treat think, someone. I think it's getting I mean? it's getting worse in this country. Hence all that Lawrence Fox bullshit we we listen to. That's that's a new thing. But in America, it's been like that for a hundred years. Because it's like they just go on about it all the time. It's like who cares? Don't make a don't make a big deal about it, and you won't have to worry about it. Do you remember when politics was really boring? Yeah. And I don't mean only highly intelligent, educated people into it. Only yeah. really boring people were into it. Yeah. It was so much better then. Political discourse was so much better when people were bored of politics. And now it's this, this is a life and death issue. Hundreds of thousands have died because of this policy. And it's like, you could never fucking show that. And it, and because people sort of take it personally, it does sort of get all identitarian. It's and cancerous though, man. Well, it's... <laughs> It, separates it is ironically people. toxic. It, it separates people. You know what I mean? It's by design. It quarantines us from each other. It's toxic. It's very. It's 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 the environment of 2020. It's all, it could be. This could be bullshit. But I did remember seeing a, a report where, for the first time in like close to a century, uh, the number of people in favour of ethnic or racial segregation actually ticked upwards. It's been like downward trend for like close to a century, and then like it ticked upwards a little bit mm. recently. It's like you were saying about the the algorithms, like how these sort of sort of nebulous algorithms focus our attention into things that piss us off. Yeah, they're also sort of focusing people's attention into their identitarianism and like everything has to be of my particular yeah, race and this and that. And like I'm, this, phrase... I'm, I'm separate from from this because I'm into something else that this person's into. Well, one, have you heard the phrase navel gazing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I gaze at my navel exa- all the time. But that's exactly what it is, right? It's a waste of fucking time. And two... But it means you're lying down. <laughs> Do you know what <laughs> well, I mean? Not really. If I were looking at my navel, I'd be sat up trying to sort of slant it a bit. Well, that's like mobile phone neck. Your mobile phone is in the way of your navel no, in that it's, position. Uh, it's wanking on the PC um, <laughs> posture. Do you know what I mean? But uh, what was I going to say? Oh, the, the second thing, though, that I really hate about this. People are identifying in the most boring fucking things about a human being. Oh, as a gay person... Because I'm gay, 
It's like, hold on, dude, come on. Your sexuality, like, that's the most boring aspect of a human being I could possibly think of. Yeah, I, I tell you, I give it... Like, f- if they said I was into collecting stamps, like, that's more interesting than being this sexuality, that sexuality. I know, you'll you put your sexuality as part of your Facebook status. Yeah, Twitter bio. I tell so, like, you, first thing they this, tell you is I'm gay. Yeah. I don't fucking care. Listen to me. But I, then straight people do yeah, it now. Yeah, I tell you, I'll give it five years, Tom. I'll give it five years. You know when you're in Starbucks, nowadays, when you're in Starbucks... They're going to ask you. <laughs> they write your name on the... Um, they write your name on the cup. In five in, years' time, it'll be, like, it'll be like, are you gay or straight? And it'll be like... Okay, fair. Okay, cappuccino for the big gay, blah, blah, blah. Like, now, here's what everyone's going to say yeah. just to avoid any sort of confrontation. Oh, but just, but just put by, just put by. Or pansexual. I don't really want to, I don't really want to make a big thing of the fact that I tend to fuck women. You have been charged $2 extra for being straight. <laughs> I already get charged the fucking you 21. Sifts cunt. I already have to pay 21% extra to park a car because it's diesel. That's discrimination. <laughs> it's, it's good for the environment, apparently. But if I can afford it, who cares? Personal side here to all my Facebook friends, and I'm doing the air quotes there. I fucking told you. I told you Chinese authoritarianism is coming to this country, and I was right. I just wanted to be a little bit self-aggrandizing there. Facial recognition. I told you it was coming years ago. Everybody wants to be famous. It's great. I want to be facially recognized. A star for a day. But you know they already have spotters and lookers and things like that. I mean, okay, fair enough. They're not looking for the average person. They're looking for, like, real hardened criminals that, like, escape from prison and shit like that. And they have these, like, I can't remember what they call I think they call them, like, super identifiers. Mm. Like, there are human beings out there that, like, they see a face once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then even just, like, if you just showed them the eyes of that face mm. ten years later, they would, like, recognize who that is. And they use them, like, they for, like, spotters. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're sort of in that world already. I mean, the UK has the highest number of... Um, CCTV cameras. Yeah. Has done okay. for a long time. Fair enough. Most of those are like traffic cameras or cameras when you go into a shop. Yeah. Like private property. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the state watching you. Yeah. Necessarily. And it's like, it's only really useful if someone, if some dickhead's riding a bicycle down the M25. Yeah. Or there's an accident. And of course, not every CCTV is monitored. When we get like... Uh, AI and uh, 5G, that, that's when it will be sort of, you know, you'll get AI sort of looking at everything. Because a lot of CCTV is passive. It's only there to record the crime. You sort of see what happens afterwards. It doesn't stop the crime. But people don't get why this is so concerning, right? It's not that the technology's there and it exists, because it could have potentially positive... Like, if everyone thought the big eye of... The, the all-seeing God was actually literally watching your every waking well, moment. It might lead to a nicer, politer society, right? But the reason why it's scary yeah. is people get mischaracterized. You know what I mean? Like, all the fucking time. People get misjudged all the time. And it's, you don't want to be that case of mistaken identity person or uh, someone accused you of being a far-right Nazi on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And so the computer logged you as a far-right Nazi. And then when you're walking down the street, they're like, oh, shit. Mm. That's the that's why it's scary. Yeah, it's the misuse, not the someone got beat up. Yeah, like eventually, because at the moment they say it's very focused. But if you actually want stuff to work and you have the computing power to to make it work, it makes sense to do these things. Like everyone who buys, say, like everyone who buys fertilizer 
Okay, because your credit card will, or because your, your bank statement will ring up that you've bought fertilizer, you'll 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 be followed around on the facial recognition because you could use fertilizer to make a bomb. So if they got someone well, and other, yeah, so you could say with, we're using these AI facial recognition cameras, they could technically follow someone around and see them if they gathered all these ingredients together. Then it could ping off a warning, yeah, like a preemptive. But to do that, it would have to follow everyone who's ever bought fertilizer. Therefore, everyone would have to be followed the whole time. Well, hopefully, which is the way it's this is it's the natural progression. It's the logical computerized progression of well, how you, it goes. You'd want it to have a database that goes. What does this person do for a living? Oh, they're a farmer. Yeah, but it, it, <laughs> I don't it's, it's the fact you don't want intrusion. Nobody wants the even just. Hey, well, listen, us police. We only showed up yeah. just as a precaution. Yeah. We're not actually calling you a terrorist. We're just making sure you're not. Mm. You don't want that in your life. Quite weird, isn't it? Because what if that what if that day came and you're like maybe yeah. I, maybe one day the government would be so tyrannical I might become a terrorist. Yeah, and I don't want you <laughs> knowing it. about it now. Yeah, that's like in some far off future maybe. But isn't it isn't it interesting? Like maybe it's it's a sort of weird sort of human trap we're making for ourselves because you know like how the idea behind religions was that there's always this sort of always, man in the sky yeah. watching down on you and he's watching you every so don't move. Don't fuck around. Don't masturbate, son. Yeah. So, but we we put that even if you're religious, you sort of put that to the back of your mind. But like, could also be psychologically devastating because humans do. But, you know, we're not angels. But, but just going down the path we're going down, it's almost like we're creating that all seeing eye above us. It's, it's it's not like we're creating God, but we're creating that sort of thing. It's 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 interesting. It's very under interesting. the under the guise of corrective behaviour, and this is why I'm sort of loosely connected here. You know, people sort of went nuts over that Doctor Who episode recently. No, she she basically she almost Doctor turned, Who's dead. Uh, Doctor Who almost turned to camera, not quite, but it was like the hero close-up shot. Doctor Who's and then boy. gave a lecture to the audience <laughs> about not doing enough to save the planet, kind of thing, and people got like kind of pissed off about it. That's called um, nudge, Nud- where you're you're nudging the public mm. to behave a certain way. Yeah, but that was like a really sort of heavy-handed application of it, and so like all these things of where like uh, Battlefield Five, where they put ginger women. Oh, with bionic arms um, yeah. in like World, World War, War II, II. Yeah. like it's nudge behavior it's to nudge you into accepting what the people are doing and nudging believe like they want to put imprint their belief onto you and they don't want to do it in that old school you know the carrot and the stick they don't want to hit you with the stick they just want to give you they want to dangle the carrot mm. a little bit they just want to paint your wallpaper with carrots and just sort of so all you see is carrots like you dangle the <laughs> and carrot you just and sit you there sort, quite every happily. now and then though you just sort of tap it on their face go on Move. Be more progressive. Otherwise, we'll start putting chemicals in your drinking water to sedate you. A little bit more estrogen. You brought up, uh, you briefly and begrudgingly mentioned Labour leadership I contest. <laughs> I didn't mention it. I spat it out like a bad taste in my mouth. Venomous. I don't even talk about it. They're just a fucking sh- shit show of laughs. Keir Starmer's going to be the next Labour leader. That's, that goes without saying. I don't know. Because it's the, the the Corbynites really run. They still run the NEC. Uh, apparently, the Labour le- apparently Labour membership numbers have been going up since since the. Uh, well, I saw Jess yeah. Phillips gloating about it. Like in the, as she was taking herself out of the leadership contest, she was like, "Oh yeah, but because of me, yeah, ten to twenty thousand people, new members signed up." I was like, how does she? How does she know it's because of her? But yeah, she dropped out. Thankfully, I'll give her that. Keir Starmer's the next Labour leader. It's because they just want a safe bet, you know. Well, it's, you know, it's like the only possible chance they have of clinging on. And that's taking it right or wrong out of it. It's still laughable they've not had a female know. leader. 
Rebecca Long Bailey might pip him to it. There's been two. Concern- It'd probably be close. There have been two female prime ministers. Both Tory. America hasn't had a, a, a female president. We've had two female prime ministers. Well, Hillary was the first actual because it is a two-party system over yeah. in America. She's the first candidate. It's she like- was the first major. She wasn't the first woman to ever run for president. I think that was like a libertarian candidate. But yeah, the first of the two major parties. So it's like that's like a new thing for them. And like, do you know why that is? Why? Uh, you can't run for president if you're under 35. Oh, no, 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 no. I want to know why Labour haven't had a, any sort of female contender for the last 30, 40 years. Left-wing women, I'll leave it at that. I don't know if any you, left-wing women. <laughs> if you talk down to men a lot, if you try and lecture men a lot and then go elect me leader, they're going to say no. And that's like that's the, the thing that like Margaret Thatcher... I Forget Theresa May, right? Theresa May won by default. Okay, fine. There were two. The, the the two remaining candidates were both female, but that's only because everyone else dropped out. All the other guys like stabbed each other in the back, or some dirt came up from their past, and it's like they all dropped out. And then it was just Andrea Lidson right. and Theresa May. Okay, who were both awful. <laughs> and the, but then like yeah, the flip side is Labour. Emily Thornberry. No, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Just no. Jess Phillips. No. So you think Rebecca Lisa Long- Nandy? No, but I, I'm I'm a hundred. I'm literally a hundred percent, which is very unusual for me. But I'm practically a hundred percent that Keir Starmer will be the next Labour Labour leader. He's the front runner, suspecting any you know, because I just you know it's just what they're going to do. So I wasn't even going to talk about it. We'll see. Was- we're we're going to find out like how much is the momentum grip when loosened is- on the Labour Party. When is the election? Labour leader. Well, the fact they're doing hustings means it's got to be in a few weeks, a couple of weeks or something. You're not a member of the Labour Party. No, not anymore. So you can't vote. Although, if you pay £25, you can join. Or is that... Is it, I think it's still the three quid thing. No, 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 no. It's gone out. They put oh, up, they got rid of that? They put up 25 Yeah, because of Jeremy Corbyn. <laughs> so, basically, they've acknowledged they want a purely middle-class membership. I actually, right? I actually think... I remember there being a story in The Sun around that time where they, they actually said, oh, if you pay £3, you can join the Labour Party. Oh, um, Loads of people might vote for Jeremy Corbyn and pay £3. I remember actually seeing it in the sun as, and it was like an inducement. It was like one of those nudges. <laughs> well, I know um, Toby Young, he tried to start like a whole big social media thing of getting conservatism Tories to sign up for three quid to vote for Corbyn. And obviously he's overplayed how much of a... A factor that was in Corbyn winning. Oh, by the way, you've got to say this. You know when Lawrence Fox was on Question Time? Yeah. Do you know who was sat to immediately to his right? Uh, no. Shami, what anti-Semitism, oh. Chakrabarti? Okay, no, Lady Chakrabarti. I refuse. I'll have you I say, utterly so. fucking refuse to acknowledge that, that she's in the House of Lords. Well, it's the truth. You have to accept the truth, man. I accept it's the truth, but I'm not going to refer to her. Fuck's sake. It's like, yeah, you know I mean, she, start, she, she, start, she started off as uh, at Liberty. Was it Liberty? Yeah, she built up a lot of credibility over which, like 20, 25 years. Which was years. all about like saving uh, hostages and political prisoners and crisis of conscience people. Yeah, but she uh, flushed it down the toilet. To be, to get £300 a day in the Lords. <laughs> she didn't even have the sense to be like, no, no, don't, don't give it to me now. It's not even about that. Not talk. right now. It's not even about that. Wait a year. You get a cape. That's that's all it's about. You get this, wig. you get this beautiful cape with like sort of fur, and you know it's from a real animal, whatever type it is. It's probably really rare and almost extinct, and like bred just to be killed. And like it's like a beautiful cape, and that's probably why she did it. She had enough cash. She just thought, how else do you get a decent cape like that? 
so depressing. What was it, like you 18 months before Labour admitted it had an anti-Semitism problem? You can, she was like, there's no, what? No, Labour? Anti-Semitism? No. On Where's one, my period? On one hand, you can laugh. On the other hand, you can be outraged. You know, that's the fact that she looked, Why that's is she on TV about. again? Why? Why? <laughs> Speaking of Labour and their problems, they're facing, um, I saw on this week's, or last week's question time. Yeah. I think it was a, I think it was a woman from the Telegraph. She was like, look, Labour in a existential crisis. Oh, yeah, some sort of uh, mealy-mouthed socialist weasel was talking about how, uh, oh, Labour only lost because of Murdoch, Rupert Murdoch in the press, which is like an old-school, rickety crutch oh, yeah, that Labourites yeah. lean on when every time they lose. And uh, it was like a woman from the Telegraph who was like, I think she said that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Which is true when you consider how many people even read newspapers, let alone Murdoch own newspapers. I yeah. think it's like eight percent. Yeah. Fuck's sake. And, it's and she said she said these words. Yeah. That have been waiting a while for someone to say. Labour yeah. is in an exist- existentialist crisis, and they are. Yeah. It isn't just a case of we can't find a leader. The whole fucking party is in real trouble. Yeah. Like Stephen Bush on election night, he writes for the New Statesman, mm-hmm. like left-leaning magazine. He said Labour's lost this election and it's lost the next one, probably, like, most likely. And I think, yeah, that's true. And I think it's going to lose the one after that as well. Labour's, like, dug itself into a real hole where it's, it's lost Scotland, north of England, Wales, and the working class in general. Hmm. How the fuck can it win? Basically, if London see, succeeds from the rest of the country, it becomes <laughs> its own independent state. Well, yeah, they could have London. But not the city of London, though, not the square mile. <laughs> That's the thing. That like, would leave immediately. Because they, they wouldn't trust them with their money. So, like. You'd li- they'd literally pick up the buildings. It'd be like a donut. Move them. <laughs> <laughs> they'd move it to, like, self mims. You can't go around telling people you're on the right side of history, that anyone who disagrees with you is brainwashed or bigot, mm-hmm. and then expect to win elections. And it's, um, you know, there's that three modes of persuasion. Yeah. Ethos, pathos, and logos. So ethos is you demonstrate to the people you're trying to convince that you are an ethical person, a, a credible person, an upstanding sort of person, a person okay. to be trusted, right? Okay, yeah. Uh, pathos is where you like, you do the emotional pill, yeah. try and pull on heartstrings, things like that. Logos uh-huh. is where you use just like cold logic, yeah. rationality, reason. Okay. That's- Labor only does pathos. The agree with us you're, or you're a bad person, we're morally superior to everyone else. Do you know what I mean? They only do that. I also I also call that the victim-saviour complex. Yeah. Where everyone's either a victim and you have to save them. Everyone's oppressed and you're the saviour and the people that are being oppressed, they might not even realise they're being depressed. They're too thick. They're being and oppressed. they need us to oppress them. Well, we're, we're not oppressors. We're, we're saviours. That's how they see themselves. So like that, that's that, how it and starts. That, and that's a very limiting, like you say, it's only one of the three. Literally, that's how oppression starts. It always starts off as, well, look, we did it for their benefit. Yeah. So what are all these three things that there's... Basically, logic, you are an ethical, credible person, yeah. emotional appeal. Yeah. Those three together is how you convince someone. Yeah. Like, if they weren't prepared to vote for you and you had to convince them, that's how you do it. Mm. And that's the position Labour's in. Mm. And they can only do one of the three. And those are like ancient Greek words. And so they've obviously known that since ancient Greek democracy and parliament and how to persuade people. And the fact that Labour still haven't twigged onto that after 6,000 years. Right. <laughs> you, know, you don't know that after like 5,000, 3,000 years. God, uh, they don't stand a chance if they still haven't twigged that. Well, I mean, reason sort of just got flushed down the fucking toilet, didn't it? Nobody likes people that do just sort of cold logic, objective reasoning. And that's why I'm a little bit sick of uh, we live in a post-truth society 
civilization. It's, it's like, hold on, you can't come to the conclusion objective truth doesn't exist. People don't like the truth a lot of the time because it can be unfair. You know, things. Yeah. there's a lot of unfairness and there's not a lot of things you can do. Well, someone might call Darwinian. Yeah, exactly. It's like if you're, right, we're quite lucky, we live our lives, but if you're like... We live in the West, that's why we're lucky. Some animals are just, just get eaten constantly by other animals. Like, and like, <laughs> yeah. that'll be your, you know, that's your life. And it's like, oh my God, it's terrible. You know, that's why I don't really watch a lot of nature documentaries because yeah. I'm always, not the cliche, why doesn't yeah. the cameraman do something? Just the fact that that's their lives. It's pretty unfair. They can just get completely fucked. But it's, it's just, it's unfair. By a predator. I know. And it's like, even if they survive, they haven't got like a hospital to go to. They'll, they'll suffer <laughs> for a long time. Until they die, basically, yeah. prematurely. And it's just unfair. There's a lot of unfairness out there. And uh, we, we hide the truth from ourselves because it's, it's comforting. But, you know, it's a lot of unfairness and uh, injustice mm. as well. Having the living span of a few days. Yeah. But making... So before some bigger creature comes, yeah. it crushes you, literally yeah. crushes your bones, rips your head off. <laughs> yeah. So you have to enjoy what, what you have while you have it. So you, you, as, as the little animal crawling around in the prairie, you mustn't think about the huge eagle that's going to kill you because you won't enjoy your life then. So you have to sort of ignore it for a while. So you do have to hide from the truth. But if it, but it, so it's, but if you spend your whole life looking up at the eagle, then, you know, what is that? What is that? And that's, that's, that's the problem. That's, that's what like they're doing, the pathos thing. I don't know if that was some... Um, when you listen back to that, it'll make sense. That might be some like Deepak Chopra kind of... I don't know. <laughs> I went to a Deepak Chopra lecture once. A really long one or a short one? No, a long one. It was fascinating. Fuck off. Fascinating. Very intelligent man. He was a... I don't think he's smart enough to know how dumb he is. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't have to be a genius to know how dumb you are, but you, you have to be a certain level. He was going on about like photons going through the brain. Just like what we the were, fuck does he know? Man? Just what do we, well, like we, yeah, I know, but at least we, we admit it. We were talking like, about mini asteroids going through our brains, so it's exactly the same thing, but with like bits of light, so very, very, you know, maybe a bit uninformed. But, yeah, but he thinks he's fucking Tony Stark levels of genius. This was years ago. This was way before the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently they've announced Iron Man 5. Is Robert Downey Jr. coming back? I don't know. I don't know. They're, they're going to offer him at least 25, maybe 30 mil per movie to be Iron Man well no they'll just they'll just be like look we have we have a time machine we have these power gemstone things that, are, that we can literally do anything we want but then it. yeah then people will be like well why didn't Gamora come back because the actress didn't want to do it anymore yeah because she was doing Avatar but when that's finished she'll probably come back as well <laughs> why aren't they doing like four or five of them in a row she's gorgeous huh uh, Avatar they're going to be shooting like two to seven yeah yeah in, like yeah. one go something the, the next one's going to be set underwater so it'll just oh, be, so it'll just be like the first one, but more blurry <laughs> in three D. Was it a different race then? Like, yeah. Or did they live under? No, they they lived on these floating things, right? That wasn't the whole planet, though. Man. Oh, okay, right. On the whole planet. Come on. The joke of that was like they beat the humans, and the humans flew away instead of like orbitally bombarding them. <laughs> They they thought, no, we'll fly down there and, like, fight them in mechs and, like, transport carriers. Went, no, 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 you could, you could just, like... Did they blow up the big tree or not? Yeah. They did kill it, right? It was incredible. In th- no, I don't know. I don't know if they did. It was probably in bits. The roots, I kind of remember them shooting missiles yeah, and things at it. Yeah, but a tree has very deep roots. You know, apparently, for as tall as a tree is, the roots are always, like, three times... Like, going underground. Or lengthways or whatever. Yeah, because they can fuck up people's houses.
Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to Tim and I prattle on. You are, of course, listening to the Informed Insight podcast. We have a Facebook page, Twitter account, all that. Just look for Informed Insight. You should find it. My thanks to Tim for joining me. Thank you. Until next time. Good night.